to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. I almost forgot to say my name. Oh my gosh. Tisk <laughs> tisk. I was like, uh, oh, this is, uh, uh, no, I just, uh, getting over cold and um, tired of working in the mornings. Yeah, you need to sanitize that mic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I haven't used it since then. I know, that's true. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just being I get over cold pretty annoying. fast. I'm glad we recorded now where I don't sound nasally. Nasal. And if the episode's out late, blame WrestleMania. Oh my gosh. That's the reason why we didn't record over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else, any wrestling fans out there? Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, on to today. Well, actually, though, do we have any haunted updates? I don't think so. Not that I. I know I did something, but I kind of want to leave it to the other person to tell it on their yeah, side. Would, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can't think of any anything that, that happened recently. No. The uh, one thing that was like, whoa, what the heck, was when we were at Lowe's Hardware. And this just is a test to, like, Killian, our son, having abilities. Um, We were going, and they have the carts where it's, like, it's not open like some places have it. It was very, like, a closed little spot where the carts are. And there's absolutely nobody around. Like, there's nobody that could, like, fit in between the carts because it was, like, a really tight fit where the carts were. And he goes oh i don't want to go over there i'm too it's too scary for me that's like his new thing it's too scary for me and i was like why like there's nothing and then all of a sudden the cart pushed out on its own and nobody was around like to push the car i was looking like thinking maybe it was the wind or like maybe it was a cart pusher on the other side he pushed the carts and they bumped but there was no one there yeah, and there the gate was nobody. closed and he you could see his reaction and kind of see like whoa what the heck he too, like in, um, we went to eat at a restaurant here in town, and I don't even know who he was talking to. It was absolutely nothing, and he was talking. I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> but yeah. So he's starting to pick up more things. Which you say with kids, as they get older, they lose that connection to the other side. But with killing, it seems only get stronger. Yeah, for him. But that was like me as a kid. Like it amped up when. I was about his age. Like, it really... Like, I have significant memories of, like, the stuff amping up around that time. So, I had fun there. Well, it's, it's, it's our child, and if anyone's listened to this podcast many episodes before, they understand yet that only makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> um, But, no. Uh, I can't... Yeah, moving on with, uh, with today's episode. Yes, today's episode... So today's episode is going a little bit more into the whole dream, I guess, and kind of nightmare. It depends on how you, you see some of these uh, things, but specifically talking about lucid dreams. And if anybody has listened to the podcast from the very beginning, know that I specifically, I complain all the time about being awake in my dreams. It's like I never actually sleep. Like I'm, I go to sleep, I lay down, but I'm conscious all the time in my dreams and i don't i mean i guess that's part of the whole spiritual awakening and honing your abilities i don't know apparently from researching it's very very rare but i don't i don't know it's just something i've dealt with for the last like two years three years almost where it's like i go to sleep but don't go to sleep um and i'm caught conscious in a lot of my dreams um and that's basically what lucid dreaming is because i know like when you hear dream stuff about the dream world you hear lucid dreaming 
you hear sleep paralysis you hear uh, astral projection and i know like for me i didn't even know what at the very beginning didn't know the, the difference between the three so starting off i thought that would be an interesting point to talk about and kind of give you as the listener a little bit of insight before you know like diving into what people have said that they've seen um but this this episode is strictly on lucid dreaming so lucid dreaming is basically when you're conscious in your in your dreams you know you, you say oh you i'm no you're dreaming mm-hmm. in your dreams and you have control most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Of your dreams and able to create or do anything you want. Yeah. 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 And then astral projection is like when you have an out of body experience. Like you are out of your body and you see your body sleeping. So if anybody listened to the OG episodes, the very beginning episodes, um, and Isaac talked about where he saw the spirit, he was out of his body. He saw the spirit. That's essentially what that is. Which. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking about it the other day, and I was like, mm-hmm. that kind of was like almost the preface to my current ability. Yeah. yeah. In a way, it's almost like it was like a, a sign of the future of what's going to be happening for for me to, well, a small tidbit, uh, to astral project out of myself and then grab the spirit that was trying to pull myself out of myself and then picking that spirit up by its throat and choking it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going, what the fuck? Yeah, go back and listen to the episode. Yeah, I think it was the, like one of the very first. Like it may have even been on my ghost story part. No, I think it was on the astral projection episode. So we it was. About. It's probably on like dreams part one. Mm. Um, and then sleep paralysis. Thank goodness, I've never experienced that. I know of that I can remember. Uh, a couple of times for me. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I don't Which, like that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> A small story before getting anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one time I remember in sleep paralysis, this happened mm-hmm. a lot when in the early days. Yeah. Of uh, when I was worked overnight uh, grocery stocking and we were dating. Uh-huh. I remember because sometimes I would sleep at night with you instead of actually staying awake like I should have. But some of these times would mess up my sleep pattern, which also led into lucid dreaming mm-hmm. because of that. But um, I was my arms were crossed and I was sleeping on my side, like that's like a normal position, mm-hmm. and. I, I woke up, or at least my eyes did, and I, I couldn't move. I was frozen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I felt, like, hands on my shoulders push me, and I saw myself turn and lay on my back. Ew. Right? No. And then I was, like, I was so, like, I was, like, angry again, like, furious that I couldn't move, and then I finally just kind of woke out yeah. of it. Yeah. And that's, like, kind of what the sleep paralysis is. It's, like, you wake up, but you can't move. And a lot of people have experienced, like, hags and darker entities around and weird things with that but lucid dreaming you know you think of it oh it's cool you know like you a lot of people want to lucid dream but there is some weird stuff that occurs with lucid dreaming and that's what we're going to kind of share and go into today and kind of our theories on it Mm. um like i said like i actively lucid dream like i don't i didn't even have the intent of doing this it's just part of i don't know if it's my abilities I don't know if it's just the whole spiritual awakening thing, if that triggered it or what. But, like, I'm consistently conscious in my dreams. Like, I will literally sometimes even have a conversation with myself. Like, you know, like, how you hear yourself thinking in your head? Inner monologue. Inner monologue, yeah. In my dreams. And it's it's wild. Um, But starting into it, there is a common thing that I've heard a lot of people talk about. And funny enough, we actually have quite a bit of people that 
like contact us that they listen to our podcast and they mention hey i had these crazy dreams like i don't know what it is with us with dreams but apparently a lot of people feel compelled to tell us weird dreams that they've had which is cool which is cool i mean we're not we're not no dream interpreters yeah i wish we were i wish i knew more about dreams like i can tell you things that i've done in dreams but like there's a lot there's people out there that know a lot more like i would i want to learn more about the whole like astral plane stuff um apparently there's some book that goes into some tribes um theories about the dream world and that apparently you don't have a true spiritual awakening until you're awakened on the physical plane and the astral plane so apparently you have to actively lucid dream on the astral plane to be considered that and so i don't know what i did i just kind of existed on the astral plane and now i can lucid dream on a thing and so with lucid dreaming too like you can create i don't you can create things and and change your outcome and stuff like that. Now, this thing that apparently keeps being talked about between, you know, like people that have written into us and then even things I've read on the internet um, is apparently people will go into lucid dreaming and, you know, they go, oh, cool. You know, like I'm, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming. You know, a lot of people look at their hands that's apparently a a huge distinction that people make when they go into lucid dreaming and um weirdly enough it's specifically like a group of people like uh it could be at a school with like people could be at a like the two people that i know that have told me this um story they have been out of school and they are you know they realize that they're dreaming and they go oh cool guys this is a dream this is a dream and the people that are around them you know they they seem joyous at first and then when they say this the people turn around and one person told me they their jaws dropped and they went after him another person has told me like they literally the eyes drooped and said you're not supposed to know that and then another person i heard an encounter story where uh apparently they said that they weren't supposed to know that he's gonna find you and then this guy in a cloak came stabbed them and they woke up which you know funny enough mm-hmm. i can't remember heard this in an interview or something with uh uh what's his face uh the guy who directed um inception the name of the damn oh. director i can't remember his name right now oh so you just said that chris nolan yeah that's right yeah yeah um uh yeah he uh said that the uh the reason behind the subconscious in the inception movie when they're in other people's minds and their subconscious are freaking out instead of attacking them mm-hmm. was the idea that some people lucid dreams said the year <clears throat> their subconscious people the projections would attack them dang it's it's creepy when you think of it that way like that hearing those stories are the reason why um Actually, that makes me think of that one story, um, not story, but experience story that I had, and I specifically tell it in dreams, like, every single time we do a dream episode, and it was where um, I was in an apartment building, like, in, 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 uh, in, like, New York or something like that, and I was having a housewarming party, and we were having these people here, again, a group of people, too, 
creepy. Anyway, so we were in the apartment building and my grandmother comes in and I'm very close with my grandmother in real life. And in real life, my grandmother is very like loud and, you know, like just loud. She's a loud person. And, um, she's got that Brooklyn uh, energy over there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, um, but she specifically comes in. I specifically remember for whatever reason, she was wearing a gold like flapper dress and she comes in and she's like obnoxious like i'm trying to talk with this group of people and she's obnoxious like just being weird and i knew right i knew i was dreaming and i knew she wasn't my grandmother and i was like this woman is not my grandmother and she kept waving her finger in my face and i was like you know what i don't ask me why i decided to do this but i decided to bite her finger and i remember I bit her finger and like I was like you're not my grandmother right and I remember her smile turned into this like dropped jaw and she started screaming at me see I get chills even talking about I will slay you right and it literally was so loud that it woke me up in the room like I heard it in the room so I guess that's technically lucid dreaming a little bit and it's got some of the same basis which is creepy well the only times i remember anything in lucid dreaming uh first time ever i was a kid seven eight maybe Mm -hmm. i remember turning to my friend in real life but he was in my dream at the time turning to him and realizing hey i'm dreaming i looked and say hey dude i'm dreaming he looked at me like how do you know that like you're not supposed to know that right that's the look he gave me right anyway but the other time i remember clearly uh is when uh this had to be a little bit after killing was born and I think I was working like early morning, so I was like getting no sleep, and I was just fucking tired. Yeah, I remember I was I was sitting in my chair, and I had him in my arm, and I was he fell asleep, and I was falling asleep in my chair, and I was like trying to stay awake because I think I was watching something, and but I was like I just kept falling like trying to keep myself awake, like stay awake watching this right, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I just doing that, I made myself lucid dream. And all of a sudden, I realized, whoa, am I, I'm, I'm dreaming. Like, and all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, I can do whatever I want, right? And then, for some reason, I was in my elementary school. Uh-huh. So, I recognized the brick walls and how everything looked. But I opened a door, and it took me out to a field that doesn't exist where the school is. Uh-huh. And then, from the field, I was like, hey, I can fly. Of course, I never... What we learned about dreams is that you can never experience something you dream you never experience in real life. Uh-huh. And it's why any face you see in your dream, you've already seen. Mm-hmm. Whether it be someone you glance for like two seconds at like a fast food restaurant somewhere, but their that face is stuck in your memory from then on, hence why you'll pop in your dreams. Yeah. But anyway, tried to fly. I've never flown before, so I just jumped really, really high, and I knew the feeling of like falling to the ground. It just kind of multiplied over time because mm-hmm. how high I jumped. But from flying wise, no, I never, I never was able to fly. I just jump really, really high in the air. Jeez. <laughs> um. But I, the more I tried to create, the, the the less the dream had structure, and I kept mm. waking myself up. Interesting. Like I can't, I couldn't get a control hold on it before it just kept changing, like an amoeba of, of images to like that field turned into like a coliseum, and the coliseum turned into like a, a gym, and then the gym turned into this, and I'm gonna try to go through a door, and the door led me down a hallway to a house of a trailer, like it just kept changing over and over again, like it was almost trying to stop me from creating like it was hard to fight it at the same yeah. time yeah yeah and it's and like with me with lucid dreaming like obviously because i i'm aware 
that that's where I get messages from is my dreams. I get a lot, and I've been told that by previous psychics too. I've always said like, pay attention to your dreams. That's where you're going to get a lot of your messages are are going to be coming from. And so for me, when I lucid dream, I tend to look around and get as much detail. Like I don't do so much of the creating thing unless I'm in a bad situation. And that's actually happened to me before. But going back to the school thing, so there's a TikToker that talks about like weird things he apparently he actively like lucid dreams. And he was talking about weird things that he's experienced when he's lucid dreaming that brought me to finding um him talking about the school and then the people turning weird, like when he says he's dreaming. So I went into the comments and I was like, hmm, I wonder what people say. Some of these things are freaking creepy. Um, one person goes, um, I was having a nightmare and made friends with a random person in the dream. I was about to wake myself up and my friend said, please don't leave me here. What in the world? Um, uh, okay. Okay. So again, and two, like the cloaked person kept coming up. Um, this person said, I saw the cloaked person too, but was in an old uh, gas station Apparently, he handed me a poem about my own life. Weird. Um, Another person, that thing in the black cloak that's called your spirit guide. It was stopping you from unraveling your mind in a lucid dream. A lucid state. I don't think that's true. I don't think... A sp- well, I mean... I don't think a spirit guide would come at you like that. Well, I don't know, but if, it, if, if you're... I don't... Uh, There's just a... Interview thing I heard. I can't remember. It was, it was, I read it or no, I heard someone talking about it. I got it from another podcast, what I know. But it reminded me of this. Um, apparently, a book of a guy who mastered lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly it was astral projection, but in the form of that. But what he learned in his astral trips, going higher and higher in the levels of anywhere the dimensions were, is that there's a certain dimension for dreamers. Because in this realm, you're allowed to do whatever you want, and reality is created. But the people who go from that reality of creating your own dreams into the, let's say, someone's heaven, mm-hmm. right? Those people aren't allowed there. Because their reality of making purple drafts with wings and giant circle size or something like that aren't allowed to be in there, corrupting everyone else's uh, peaceful time of their existence. Damn. So it's almost like a law that prevents them from doing so. Which, from experience from lucid dreaming stories that I've heard, that uh, people talk about there is almost like a police preventing you from fully acknowledging or at least taking control of this world. Weird. Yeah. This one was also a creepy one. This one was on that same, in that same comment. Um, and it said, I looked in the mirror while lucid dreaming before. It wasn't my reflection that stared back at me. And apparently my sister has also experienced this because when I told her about it she was like uh that's not normal and so i don't know i've never stared at him stared at a mirror in a dream i don't think i have only once i ever have yeah and that was when i was young i had to be like 13 14 no mm-hmm. younger than that i had to be like yeah 12 or 13 i know it was like beginning of teenage years um Funny enough, I was in the, my bathroom uh, in my house in, in Texas, the trailer I used to mm-hmm. live in, right? And I stared at myself in, in the mirror, but the version of myself that I stared at, and I've talked about this before in older episodes about dreams and stuff, but it was a black and darkened version of myself. 
Like, the skin was, like, oil black, painted. My eyes were black. My teeth were black. The clothes I was wearing was, like, dripped in oil black. And my hair was spiked, like it normally is, but it was spiked in almost, like, uh, black horns on my head, right? And just, like, a dark, evil version of myself in the mirror. Yeah, but that's the only time I ever saw myself. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago, though. But, no, I've never seen myself in a mirror or any kind of reflective object. If I have, I remember trying to read stuff, but it always it was like in a language I never understood. Like I would look at words on a page and like looking at like Chinese or Arabic or something like it. I know it was a language, it's just I didn't understand it. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Now the only time I've been in a dream where I thought of something, this is kind of a crazy dream. So stay with me. Um, this was like dreams part three episode. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, so there, there, I had a dream and there's obviously messages in there, but just to give you an example of like lucid dreaming in a sense of what you can like create and stuff like that. So there is this dream that I had where I was in this car. It was like, I don't know, like a nineties Pinto. And I specifically, I was myself, like I knew I was dreaming. I was myself, but I wasn't myself. Like I was somebody completely different. Um, I had... I, I kind of looked like, a, what is that? The girl from Clueless, Alicia Silverman or whatever her name is. Silverstone. Silverstone, yeah. Oh my her. gosh. I, How do you not I get that like 90s I looked like her, but with b- brown <laughs> hair is what, and I was wearing like that same like 90s style, like, you know, the two piece, yeah. the skirt and all that stuff. And I was sitting and my, it's crazy because my friend in real life, Jess, was in the backseat of the car. And but she didn't look like how she looks like in present life. Like it's crazy. So we were driving, and I specifically remember we were in this wooded area with like this road, and um, there was a guy driving, and he was honestly he was kind of psychopath. Like he was kind of weird. It, it literally looked like something out of a weird movie. Um, but he was driving, and it was almost like. I think we were at a party and he was like somebody's friend that was supposed to be driving us home. And um, I'm just going to say Jess because technically it was Jess, but Jess was in the back seat and she was drunk and I was kind of drunk, but I wasn't completely there yet. And in my dream, I knew I was dreaming, but I was like, okay, I'm in this situation. What is supposed to play out? And so, um, he's driving and she is like, I don't know, being obnoxious. And he goes, you're going to need to, you need to shut up. You need to shut up. Like he specifically had glasses on and like a blue polo, like button up shirt. And long story short, I'm just going to get to the, cause it's a very, very long story, but I'm going to get to the parts where like I technically created. So we're in the thing. We're in the car and like he loses control and he goes around to pull Jess out of the car. He stops the car and goes around and he's about to um, go out and pull Jess out. And I ended up slapping him. And so he came around and and I had my purse on my lap and I was like, I need to I need a weapon of something. I need something. And so a a like little pistol. I don't even know what the heck appeared in my purse. So then he came around to my side, you know, to, to, I don't know what, kill me, I don't know. And I was like, hey, you need 
need to leave us here. Leave us here. Like, just go. And so he dumps us on the side of the road, right? And all of a sudden, I see these three women. And I'm like, I call out to the women, like, hey, hey, you know, we're we're stuck out here. Do you know where we can get? And they start changing, like, shape-shifting into, I don't even freaking know what. They start backbending and doing this weird shit like bones cracking and everything and i specifically say to jess we have to get to the other side of this road like we have to go you know straight all the way forward there's a wall and they won't be able to come through the wall so they start chasing us and we start hauling ass to the wall we get behind the wall and of course they hit it and i remember jess goes whoa what was that and i was like oh that's that's the wall and I woke up. Yeah, and never, never had any of <laughs> I don't know. And I was con like I. It's weird now because like in my dreams, I know I'm con. I'm conscious, but it's like I stay in the dream and let it play out so I can get whatever messages need to come through. So I don't know. I don't know. Which is slightly scary because that reminds me of something my uncle told me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember overhearing him and my dad talk about it, and sometimes the conversations that my uncle and my dad would have, I don't know if they under they realize we could understand, yeah, what they were talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I remember one time my uncle was telling my dad he got almost got stuck in his dream. What? Yeah. Um, this is my uncle Mario, and I've told stories about him before, but he's a, a little crazy man. Um, <laughs> but no, I remember he was telling my dad something about how he almost got stuck in his dream. And it scared him because he knew he was dreaming, but he couldn't get out. Like, he wanted to wake up, but he couldn't. And he said he was, like, stuck in, like, these caves, like, underground and stuff like that. And there was, like, there was like fire every now and then and stuff like that, which he thought was hell. Uh-huh. Right? But he never heard or saw anybody. But he kept hearing, like, someone walking around and down there with him. But he, he yelled out and he couldn't see him. And he was getting scared. He wanted to wake up, right? Because he knew he was dreaming, but he couldn't. And he thought he was stuck in there. Mm-hmm. But I remember you saying something about how my aunt was trying to wake him up, and he kept like swinging at her. Wow! Until he finally oh, did. So this is when he was like older. Well, this like an adult. I no, I well, yeah, he was an adult. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think I had to be six or seven. I know was I would know I was little, mm-hmm. right? From my memories of how it was, but I know I was little. But yeah, I remember like he was telling my dad that. <laughs> I remember my dad's like, "Man, that's crazy, man. I don't know what else. I never had anything like that." And my dad went into like some ghost story, told him. Yeah. But um, but no, yeah. I remember Uncle saying that he always got stuck in his dream. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I've heard stories of people that actually have got stuck in their dreams, but they couldn't wake up for a certain period of time. Like they tried to wake up, but they couldn't. That's and that crazy. that is a I don't know if it's a side effect because this is on my, my understanding before my understanding of mm-hmm. lucid dreaming, and I made me wonder: could you get stuck in a lucid dream, um, trying like- to create in a sense like that? But you get stuck there. For whatever reason, like, well, every time that I've ever tried it, it always feels like my mind, excuse me, is fighting against it and it's trying to push me out. Like, it's, oh, oh, you're not supposed to do this. Get out, get out, get out. Like, it's trying to stop me from doing that, not keep me there. I don't know. Weird. See, and I have feelings of the opposite. Like, sometimes I get shoved onto the astral, like, thing, like, messages. You're associating the astral plane and lucid dreaming at the same place, but I don't think that. different, yeah. Well, you're, you're. 
it's almost like you, you paint the astral plane in a way of a dream so you can understand it. But someone who loses dreams is basically just still in their mind. They haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes, like, you've seen it. I will be completely awake. Like, completely awake. And then all of a sudden, you just see me go, I can't stay awake. Like No, I've seen you randomly wake up and go, what are you doing? <laughs> no, you had to tell that story. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because I don't know if you're messing with me or being real. And then you go back to sleep, and I'm like, uh, okay, I guess you, okay, that was. Uh, that's because my thing. You do weird things. On, when you oh, wake yeah. up and randomly in the middle yeah. well, no, as it's not trying to put a covers on you too and you're like <sighs> you give me that look like how dare you how dare you chair put a blanket on me oh my gosh it's it's because like i like i wish i could show you don't you guys, remember i wish i could show you guys just how crazy not it's not crazy it's just like active i guess you could say my dreams are like I've even had psychics that read me go like, "Whoa, your dreams are in, like your dreams, man," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Um, a lot of it's too, I guess, like my subconscious channeling messages through to my conscious, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and I've had two where I, because I know I get messages, I know I get like visitations from people. Like, obviously, spiritual people through that way. Because um, I remember I had a dream. Oh, a long, this isn't lucid dreaming, but I had a dream a long time ago where I actively interacted with somebody. And I was like, I don't know who this is. And I told one of my friends, like, hey, I had this weird dream. And, da, 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 and it ended up being her family members, certain ones that have passed. And, yeah, that's trippy. But yeah, lucid never dream- seen anyone got my dreams. Yeah, I don't. Uh. But no, lucid dreaming can actually be perfected and practiced. For anyone who out there wondering, yes, yeah. you can. But it takes extreme, um, excuse me, extreme. Um, we call it uh, concentration. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Funny enough, my brother tried doing it. Um, he got pretty good. But it, it took so much out of him that he just didn't care about it anymore. Because what you have to do is literally try to keep yourself awake. Because what you're doing is keeping your conscious mind aware while your body shuts down and goes to sleep. Yeah. Um, it's difficult because then you have little quirks that your body does to, in order to make yourself fall asleep. Like your leg randomly twitching or you have an itch or something like that. You have to ignore all that. You have to ignore every single thing and lie still. Right, trying to keep your mind awake the entire time, and then you're gradually fall into con- uh, sub- you know unconsciousness while your conscious mind is still aware. Mm. And with doing enough practice and stuff like that, you can well, you can start doing it. But like I said, I've only ever done it like well, once or twice, but that was by accident. It had to do with extreme exact ex- extreme exact sort of extreme tiredness. Actually, you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway. Okay, so going back, because I just think some of the, the, there's over 3,800 comments on this one TikTok video, and some of the stories are just like, what the heck? Um, This person said that once they escaped this facility while lucid dreaming, um, once he escaped, or once this person escaped, I don't know, um, I was 
I was stopped by two men in suits and glasses who told me there was no escape, and then I woke up. So weird. Um, I said there's a law or somebody that's keeping keeping you in a certain space without leaving. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, though, if there is a law, why is it in your own mind? Unless the mind connects to another reality, hence where you can create the dreams there. Well, that's what I was thinking, weirdly enough, when... Like, for instance, like, my sister was like, oh, yeah, I act, like, when I look in the mirror in a dream, uh, I see, I, I don't see myself. I actually think I'm peering into another dimension, like, another reality, like, what the freak? Like, who are you seeing? Mm. I don't know. Is it ever anybody that you know? Like, it's weird. Um, so, this person said they lucid dream and had a dream with red filled skies and meteors falling um the person just remembers chaos and a second sun and woke up in a sweat then another person was talking about how they had a dream that they were and they were lucid dreaming and they were skating and they fell on the dirt and some dirt in the dream got in their mouth and they were like oh man right and then they woke up and their mouth tasted like dirt like if they were actually doing that the line from the matrix your mind makes it real oh my gosh (laughs) what is that theory too like when you dream you're in another reality or something like that isn't there a thing where like when you're awake you're in this reality but when you dream you go to another one and live out that one well, there was a theory a long time ago that's saying that your dream self is another version of reality, but when your dream self goes to sleep, it's you're they're in this world, and you're the dream. Well, their reality is real, but it's vice versa for us. And it messes with people's heads when they think about it. But if that's true, then why is it the time spent in the dream world so short compared to awake? You know, we'll have a dream that maybe we remember that maybe lasted 20 minutes, but we're asleep for like 10 hours, right? Yeah, but Inception it reverses, right? The movie Inception, like they're you're unconscious for an hour, but you dream world for like almost like ten years. Dang, yeah. right? But no, <clears throat> my final final thoughts, final theory on lucid dreaming is the sense that there's a lot of theories, but it's almost like your mind. Funny enough, we still yet understand why we dream, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. But with lucid dreaming, it's like you're trying to control that that reality, that time, space, and your imagination that your mind creates. All dreams are different. All dreams have different meanings. Sometimes they can outplay what you watched, a TV show, a movie, or something like that. Or even a video game you played like repetitively for a while, and all of a sudden like, it influences your dreams. I remember sometimes I don't like watching two movies in a row right? that mm-hmm. I've never seen before. Because sometimes I would dream about that movie splicing together. Like aspects of both of them coming together in my dream. I used to do that a lot when I was a kid, but yeah, yeah, not so much as an adult. But what? It's almost like you're trying. And oh, sorry, better back for saying. If dreams are another reality, right? And most of the time, we don't have control of how it works. We're just along for the ride, right? And you know, you remember it afterwards, almost like a. Like a dream, as they say. But almost like it was a, a memory of a time that you had no control of, but you experienced it. Like life, in a sense. Things happen in your life that you have no control of, you just have to go along with it. You have choices, or do you? 
you know, that's a whole other question for another day. Yeah. But, you know, in a dream, it's almost like it's a memory of something that already happened. Hence yeah. why you had no control of how it happened. It just did. Yeah. Right? A lucid dream almost seems like you're trying to control that narrative and that reality. In all forms of, of the aspect. Imagine being in our current reality and able to snap things to existence or move things or change the house or make it bigger, taller, right? mm-hmm. like that. That would be going against the laws of everything, of our reality. Yeah. And I think that's why when lucid dreamers do that in that reality, that's why it, it you know sends off the alarms to those who ever are in charge. And so if you keep your conscious... You're lucid dreaming to a minimum, and especially around other people. I think those other people are like watchers, in a sense. If you keep it to a minimum, I think you'll be able to get away with a lot. But the second you start showboating in front of a lot of people, a lot of witnesses, and you start, uh, I don't know, setting off the alarms to the law. And from what I've heard from experiences from uh, other lucid dreamers, that seems to be the, the MO. Right? Yeah. So... Uh, a word of a wise, uh, keep your lucid dreaming to a minimum, especially if you're around other people in your dream. Yeah. And if you can make those other people disappear, that's God-level mode right there. Dang. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, you don't want to create a reality in your dream world that you don't want to wake up from. Because, you know, like, some people, especially in this reality, if it's crappy, you know what I mean, going through crappy stuff and... They figure out how to lucid dream and create a reality that they want to be in. That's another thing to. Oh, that's really... a whole other thing. It's called yeah. body jumping. Did you know that? No. If and you... that sounds creepy as hell, and I don't like it. It's the idea that you can find alternate versions of yourself from other realities and jump into that version and push that version of that self into your current one. And you take over that body, take over that, that life, you would that's say. That's scary, and I don't like that. Right? Yeah. But funny enough, um, I'm probably going to do an episode on that and involve my friend Cameron because he thinks he's doing that. Oh, yeah. When I tell you his story, yeah, fucking weird. And I think I'll probably save that for another episode. But Oh, yeah. Um, I get a little more information from him, but he thinks he's doing that. Not like taking over, but visiting for a little bit. Oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. But that's a teaser for another episode. Oh, my gosh. You have to be like, <laughs> what the freak? Anyway, um, okay. what's next? Oh, sorry. <laughs> was next week's episode? So next week episode. Funny enough that you mentioned that because you were giving people a little bit of a too early in the That's show. That's right. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm tired. Um. Yeah. Funny enough. I I know that's uh, never mind. Yeah. That's <laughs> next week's. That's next week's episode. So yeah, I didn't. You didn't get teased for very long. So yeah. Um. Yeah, so next week we could talk about that, and because that kind of follows up what we're talking about now. Cameron's story, and I'm gonna my I basically Isaac's getting the story, and then I'm going to try and find research base and talk to specific people on what he's doing and seeing if we can come up with some answers. Yes, because there's other people who have done such things. Yeah, at least according to them. Yeah, which I think they can fall in line with my um. Well, how I, my, my, my condition, remember mm-hmm. I talked about a long time ago with people, how I, it, it almost felt like when I have like a, a deja vu, I have like a, a seizure episode along with it. Yeah. Not a seizure per se, but like, it almost feels like my body's like malfunctioning. 
and then I get flash memories of another version of myself in that same position. So, um, that might be some correlation. I don't know. Yeah. But I can talk a little about that as well. Uh, but yeah, so look forward to that next week's episode of uh, the possible body jumping um, in- involving my friend Cameron <laughs> and a, a little bit of other uh, stories surrounding as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like always, guys, you can catch our social media at uh, Hidden the Shadows podcast on Instagram, Hidden the Shaw 6 on Twitter, Hidden the Podcast 2 on TikTok, or links to all social media and always listen to us at uh, HiddenTheShadowsPodcast.com. You guys always links to our merch store as well. Um, and as always, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one. Yep.